0: This is Dr. Lulu, a.k.a. The Momma and welcoming you guys again to a brand new episode of Suicide Pages with Dr. Lulu, the podcast. And today, we have one of our very special guests. And if you know the unicorns, unicorns, you know it's the males. I never get males to come on my guests on my podcast. So I'm always <laughs> excited when I get one. And so today we have Someone that I, I think I know, but I don't think I know enough. His name is Bobby Petrocelli. I worked on Thank this you. last name. <laughs> he is from New York. So you guys are in for a treat. He's he's got the New York accent, he's got the New York everything. If you've ever wanted, you know, to talk to someone from like, I don't know, the Godfather or Goodfellas or something, <laughs> we got one today. So Bobby is here in Living Color. We met like where i meet everybody else on facebook right nobody meets anybody in person anymore because there's a quarantine there's a a pandemic but we were together in an event that happened in the last several weeks it was something called an impact summit impact summit it was anyway just this beautiful soul janet mckay kind of got us all together to talk about the stuff that we like to talk about and he talked about the stuff that he likes to talk about i was like wait You need to be on my podcast. And so, boom, we're here. So without further ado, Bobby, good morning and welcome to Suicide Pages. What's going on? Dr. Lulu, I'm absolutely honored
1: and thank you for the opportunity. And it's kind of wild because one of the things I speak about all the time is I always say you never do anything great by yourself. You never do anything boneheaded by yourself. There's always people that become part of your life that you weave together. So I love this type of stuff because I know, you know, anybody who's touched by my story, they might be touched by my story, but if you don't make this happen and you don't team up with me, we don't make this happen together and that's to me is so important. You know, I know this is not a faith-based event, but I always tell people the good Lord put us all together on this earth for a reason. What you bring to the table, I don't bring to the table. What I bring to the table, you don't. We all have something special. And one of my favorite things I say to people, Dr. Lulu, when you woke up this morning, your nose did not start to talk and say, you know what, I don't wanna be the nose anymore. I wanna be the eye, the teeth, the chin, the ears. No, I love it because your nose has a responsibility for factors of your body to be the best it can be. Well, just like what you bring to the table, helps this world in a certain way to become a better place, just like what Bobby and everybody else brings, brings something special. So you and I understand that. That's why we get along. We're on the same page. And my hope and my heart is that even through this short time that we could be together, that lives would be touched. People would be impacted. Thought processes may be changed. How people see themselves, others, the world, can be truly impacted. And yes. as you can see on my shirt, it says, You matter. And you I'm going to share yes. my story here. I want everybody to know they matter. I now live in Florida, but as Dr. Lulu said, I'm from New York. So we don't say, You matter. We say, "Use matter. You matter. Love it. it. So we say, <laughs> Um, if I was from this deep South, I'd say, y'all matter. Y'all matter, yes, from, sir. If I was from Pittsburgh,
0: Pennsylvania, I'd say, yin's matter. So, Oh, wow. Just, uh, you know, um, I told... I told the listeners they were in for a treat, but you literally just kind of bolted out of the gate and just went straight for the jugular. I love it. And you know what? That's how to do something. You just have to keep it real. And there's no point absolutely. going around, just come out and just say what you got to say and just be done with it. We did not meet by accident. But more no, importantly, absolutely. I saw something in you and then you also saw something in me to agree to do this. And absolutely. that's what makes the boom factor, right? I just want absolutely. to know that because you have we both bring it dr Lulu, and that's why as i
1: say the people i meet and the things i get to do i'm honored you know we all bring something special so as i said i'm here today even having spoken to let people know i've been speaking for 30 years i've authored and co-authored 18 different books i've been on so many podcasts tv shows i say that honored I've spoken more than 6,000 times. The number one group I speak to are educational groups, mm. followed by Special Olympics, Make-A-Wish Foundation. I do some church and faith-based groups. I do professional athletes. I do medical groups. I do a little of everything, because as you hear my story, it could tie into everybody's life. Well, yes. I grew up in New York City, as Dr. Lulu said. I graduated high school in the late 19th I go all the way <laughs> I go, I go all the way out to Oklahoma. I try to be like my uncle. I want to play professional baseball like my uncle, who was playing for the Red Sox at the time. So I grew up in New York City, a Red Sox fan, fighting every day with my Yankees friends. And I go out to Oklahoma. I played college baseball. Started my senior year of college. I realized baseball's not happening. I get an education. I want to be a teacher, coach, hope to be a role model by that point to make a difference in the lives of young people. Well, I meet this precious girl from Texas. We talk different. I say, "you guys. Ava says, y'all. We have to get together, we're gonna say, you all. (laughs) we We hit it off. We get engaged. I move to Texas. I'm working in Texas. I become a teacher and a coach. We get married. We're married for a little over two years. We move in our first house. I'm in the house for several months. This one Thursday night, I traveled 90 miles away to coach in a football game. Um, it was new for me in Texas. I was amazed at how many people showed up for a football game compared to Brooklyn. Yeah. Well, I travel. I get back late that night. Haven't seen Ava since early that morning. She has on the table a big bowl of pasta. I am Italian on my dad's side. I'm Swedish on my mom's side. You're looking at a Swedish meatball, just so you know that. But being <laughs> Italian and from New York. Um, no family in the mafia. Um during this whole social distancing phase, I have to practice 12 foot social distancing because I spit when I talk. Oh wow. And I talk with my hands to catch this spit so it doesn't hit anybody. <laughs> Wait, away. wait,
0: Bobby, are you sure you're on the right podcast? Is this a podcast about suicide or what? I love it. Oh, no. I'm dying here. <laughs> and I know no, the but, listeners can't see you, but Absolutely. it's hilarious. Like, I hope you can hear his heart. I hope, I hope you can hear that transformation occurs after you've been beaten down and you've, you've hit ground zero and you have nowhere Absolutely. nowhere to go. All you can do is just rise. And Bobby, when he when he finally gets to his story, you will hear that this is a man that has seen ninety nine. So it's like you know what's a hundred, and he has bounced back and he's just bouncing like Tigger, okay, full of energy, just an energy. Just I love the fella. I mean, you know what? Shoot me, bite me, but I love <laughs> it. Bobby, thank you for just bolting out of the gate and just getting everybody energized this morning. I think I feel like. Your podcast is gonna be one of those that are every quarter, I'm just gonna republish it just because I can. Like, this no, is no, absolutely. so good. <laughs> and I'm glad, and that's what I always love when people do this. But
1: I want, to, I want to show, as you'll see, and you know this, Dr. Lulu, to help people understand what becomes the driving forces in our life that get us to go in a good or bad way. Well, so I get home that Thursday night, I have some food, I talk to my wife about the day's events, Um, We talk about the upcoming week, television, crawl into bed next to 20 minutes later, kiss her on the cheek, tell her I love her, she says goodnight to me, I'm happy there's moonlight on the ceiling for all the men out there, I'm making my animal figures on the ceiling, having a little fun, checking on Ava, she's asleep and I wake up one hour later, instead of being in my bed in my bedroom, I'm sitting in the dining room window, which is the next room over. To make even a longer story short so we can really get to the heart of the matter, there's a full-size F-150 Ford pickup truck parked in the middle of my house. To make even a longer story short, a drunk driver traveling at 70 miles an hour loses control of his truck, and I'll underline the word drunk driver because we're going to come back to that in a few moments, crashes through my house, runs me over completely, flips me up on the hood of the truck. This is what we speculate because where I ended up lands on my wife. I end up in the dining room window. My wife is buried under the truck. It's not until I am literally driving away from my house, literally driving away from my house in an ambulance that I'm looking at this picture of the truck in my house. And somewhere under that truck is my wife of two and a half years. This is literally for those watching. This is literally what I faced. This is literally what I was driving away as I'm peeking out of the ambulance, fighting with the paramedics not to take me away. I wanted to be there. I got to save my wife. I got to help her. I thought I saw something move under the truck. Yes. I finally get to the hospital. And people, I want you to hear this, please. Life does not happen one day at a time. Dr. Lulu understands this because of the work she does and the work we're doing together. Life happens one moment at a time. My life did not change in one day. My life changed in one moment within the blink of an eye as the expression is used, or as I like to say, within 10 seconds or less. That's why the title of this book is called 10 Seconds Will Change Your Life Forever, Mm. because that quickly my life changed. Well, long story short, I get to the hospital. I find out he's a drunk driver. And I find out my wife of two and a half years did not make it. My wife, Ava, had died. She had been caught under the sheets in the mattress when the sheets in the mattress wrapped around her face and her body. The sad reality is the doctors told me, the paramedics let me know when they were there. It took them 40 minutes to dig her out. She was so encased in the sheets in the mattress. They explained when the truck landed on her, it knocked all the air out of her body. At the same time, the sheets in the mattress wrapped around her face and her body. She never got another breath of air. So within one moment, my wife is taken from this earth, she dies, she passes, my life has changed. What is this going to look like? How am I going to proceed and move forward? Well, I have to deal with everything with the funeral services and all that's going on when I finally force the doctors to let me out. And I remember I get out and I see Ava for the first time. She's in a funeral home. And I remember running up to her, fighting with her, yelling at her, even though she can't respond. Mm -hmm. Why did you do this to me? Why are you gone? This is not where we're supposed to have our date night. When I moved to Texas, Mm -hmm. I love all people. I was taught as a little boy growing up in church, red, yellow, brown, black, white. They're all precious in His sight. We're all special. We're all valuable. We all matter. Well, when I moved to Texas, I was introduced to the Mexican-American community. My best friends in New York that were Hispanic. Puerto Rican, Colombian, Dominican, South American. Here, I fell in love with the food and I fell in love with the people. The students rallied around me from the school I was working at. The day I'm burying my wife, a church that seats 500 people had 2000 people there. They couldn't fit in. It was unbelievable, Dr. Little. We go to downtown Houston, a normal 30 minute drive, took two and a half hours, because everything was flooded right after Abel was killed. A small hurricane came in the area, Two days before the funeral, so it caused some havoc. Nothing major, other than flooding. Well, I finally get to the cemetery. Those two thousand people showed up at the cemetery, and those two thousand people, most of them, were the students of the high school I had taught and coached. I bet they had driven a hundred miles round trip to be there for me, first to the church, then to the cemetery in downtown Houston. And you know what they did? I went back in the hospital for 23 days. They took over my hospital. And for 23 days, you know what those students showed me? They showed me how much I mattered, how much they loved me, how valuable I was, how important I was. They rallied around
0: me. It's funny that that happened on the heels of Ava's death. Now it would have, you probably knew they loved you, Yes. It took Ava's death for them to show you. Yeah, totally, Dr. Yeah, because I mean, it's like, yeah, you, you know, I know my wife loves me. I know my husband loves me. I know my kids love me. But right, right, right. in that dirt, in the quicksand, when you're sinking, you know, that they don't only love you, they're also there to hold you up. And absolutely you on their shoulders. That is amazing. amazing, amazing. Well, they rallied around me. And just, if
1: you can see this picture, these are what my injuries look like. I had the black in my skin is from rubber from the truck tires melted into my skin. One of the bones in my left forearm, seven and a half, I had a hole in my cheek. My tongue was coming through from the injuries. It's a miracle I lived. Yes. Physically nothing physically nothing happened to Ava. I was the one all beaten and bruised. Physically nothing. She had a little bruise. That was it. I was the one that was beat up. Well, these kids rallied around me. They surrounded me and showed me how much I mattered. Show me how much I counted. Showed me how valuable I was. Like Dr. Lulu said, you know, you'll hear me share about your real friends in life that push you to your destiny or pull you away. Well, the reality is they pushed me. They helped me. And because, as you mentioned, Dr. Lulu, social media, because of social media, 35 years later, I still have a relationship with many of my former students, their families. And I've been to that part of Texas many times embracing them i talked to one of them yesterday i I still have relationships 35 years later they were there for me so here's the whole point of what we want to really focus on people is this i told you the man was a drunk driver but please take this deep into your heart Mm. drinking and driving did not kill ava it had a part in her death Mm. and let me explain this before a person could drive drunk they got to be drunk in the
0: first place. Amen. My question is, Amen. why is he drunk in the first place? Exactly. Is- wait, wait wait, yes. wait, wait, Bobby, say that again for those at the back. You see, the, see, and and I say this because you know, I, I mean, absolutely. I'm, we're talking about suicide, and which means No, we're gonna, absolutely. We're going we're to. But here's hit the that. thing. Here's the thing. Why? What is
1: the underlying? Thank you. Why is he drunk in the first place? And I'm going to show you
0: underlying okay? cause of the pain that you're trying to. You're trying That's to- right. What, are you, what is the cause of the pain? Absolutely. do that happened. And here's this. Pain? So as you're what
1: saying that, Dr. Pain? as uh, you're saying that, watch this. This bag represents our hurt, our pain, our brokenness in life. Okay? The man basically got drunk for one reason. He was anesthetizing the pain. He was using the wrong thing to deal with his brokenness. Thank so you. watch. See the phone? Pretend this phone is me and you and everybody watching. If I take the phone and I put it in the bag, it's still a phone, but watch this. While the phone is in the bag, it's not being used for the purpose it was created to be used for, because the hurt, the pain, the brokenness is covering it up. Well, Here's what happens. Here's the simplicity of my message, and and I'm pulling the phone out. That's what we want to do, what Dr. Lulu and I are talking about. When people abuse themselves, they abuse others. They self-harm and they cut. They have suicidal thoughts. They do not really want to hurt themselves. They are trying to get rid of the pain that tells them they don't matter. They don't count. They don't have value. They don't have purpose. They're allowing the hurt and the pain to define them. You are not defined by the hurt, the pain, or the brokenness that has happened in your life. You are defined by your one-of-a-kindness, your, your matterness, your beauty, your value, your importance. Once again, here's the key. There's not one person in the history of the world that has your DNA, your fingerprints, your footprints, your destiny. I tell people the greatest travesty of all is when we don't live the life we will put on this earth to live. Because guess what? We rob ourselves but we rob others of our greatness. You are the only person who can bring your greatness. I can't, Dr. Little can't bring your greatness. Okay, she can't bring my greatness. I can't bring her greatness. But the reality is this, we have all been hurt, broken and wounded. And the reality is this, if we don't get that brokenness and wounds healed, please hear these words. Our brokenness chases after us to define us. You are not defined by your brokenness. That's And even now when I get to do some virtuals and a few in-house programs with educational groups, kids run up to me constantly. They say, you have no idea how many times we've wanted to talk about suicide. We've felt thinking that, wanting to go that way. I did one of my last programs I did about a year ago, before, you know, a little more than a year ago. Before COVID, yeah. You know, before things slowed down. So yeah. I was still doing programs. I get, a, I get an email, Dr. Lulu, from this precious girl. Here's her words, and, and we talk about crying. Remember, I'm Italian, I cry too. I'm with you, girl. Um, and this is why I do what I do, why Dr. Lulu and I are doing this together more than ever. I get this stuff all the time, but I'm gonna pick on this one story in a good way. This precious girl, I did an assembly at her school at the end of the day, okay? Last period of the day, okay? She emails me, okay? She got a hold of my email. She emails me, and here's what she says. She goes, Mr. Bobby, and I'm paraphrasing. You have no idea what you said today, how it saved my life. Literally saved my life. She goes, I came to school for one reason today.
0: You to say, say, say goodbye to all I my it. friends. Oh, my and God. None of them,
1: and none of them knew it. I was there. Nobody knew what I had planned. My parents left for work this morning. She said, you know what I did? I went in the garage and I hung a rope and a noose from the ceiling. She goes, it was all planned. I was going home after school before mom and dad got home from work at five o'clock. And my brother in college, he had classes through the afternoon, wouldn't be home till around the same time. She goes, I was gonna get it done before they came home. This is her words. She says, and then you show up the last period of the day, You come to my school Mm -hmm. and you start telling me how valuable I am and the hurt that I've experienced in life doesn't define me. And -hmm. what's been chasing after me is not who I am. And because you did that, you literally changed my life. Well, guess what? Watch this, Dr. Lulu. I reach out and the woman who brought me to the school, I call her immediately that evening because I had her cell phone. She starts crying on the phone. She goes, I know this girl for 15 years. Of all people, I would have never dreamed this. I would have never dreamed this with this girl. She goes, you have no idea. So you know what she does? She gets on the phone immediately, gets in touch with the parents, gets the girl, and gets her into the help that she needed immediately. The girl is doing phenomenal the last year and a half. But that one moment, as I shared earlier, Dr. Lulu, that one moment. And watch this. Now, look how we tie this together because of all the people over the years that helped me, and trust me, there's many more. I don't even have time to begin, but let's just talk about this girl. I have spoken more than 6,000 times to millions of lives. Okay, Let's just take this one girl. If the person of the school who brought me in, the teacher who brought me in did not bring me in, if the principal did not make this happen, if I did not have all the people who pushed me to become a speaker and an author, they were not part of this. That girl's life would not have been saved that day. And I'm not being arrogant, I'm being trustworthy.
0: Well, and I have all- I have more for you. I have more for you. And here's let the me, point- Let me tell you what I have for you, Bobby. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Doctor. Let me tell you something, Bobby. Everything <laughs> you said to me is true, but you know the, you know the most important person that you haven't mentioned? You. You oh, were absolutely- receptive. You were vulnerable. You leaned in, calling. Yes. You saw your calling, and you said, Here I am, Lord, send me. You yes, said yes, you, and that's the fantastic. I'm having goosebumps. You said, Yes, you are the most important person in the whole picture, not the girl, not the teacher, not the principal, not your parent, not Ava. You, let no me tell Because many people, they might not have the identical situation with a truck in your house. No question. Many people have been robbed of their wives, robbed of their money, robbed of their kids. What did they do? They didn't become a bobby, they became the drunk driver. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody else, but you listened. You said, Father Lord, whoever the universe, the Buddha, I am here, I hear the call, take right. me and use Absolutely. me to save Absolutely. life. Absolutely, and you it. know what? And here's what I love about what
1: you just said, because you, you know what it is? We're flowing so well. Yes. Because, because seriously, the next step that I'm about to say, so you even set it up. The good book even says, Dr. Lulu, with the same comfort that I was able to get my adversity and through my adversity, what helped me through that, I bring that comfort to others. That you know how many times, Dr. and thank you for saying this. You have no idea, I've been doing this for 30 years. How many times I thought, am I gonna keep on sharing my story? And every time I get to that point, people mob me and say, don't stop sharing your story. Exactly. It helped me, it helped me. So once again, I love how you say that because you set it up perfectly because you have a story that I don't have. Every person has a story. So watch this you're going to love this part. When people come up to me and say, here's one thing I don't agree, so bear with me. When people say, I believe things happen for a reason, I come back to them and say, no, it wasn't God's purpose for Ava to die. It was that man's choice that he didn't deal with his pain. She's gone. But his purpose always is to take bad, turn it into good. But sometimes People don't go down that path. The bad controls them, tells them they're not good. And it's their fault. The number one thing people come to me, Dr. Lulu, always, is they'll tell me, and here's what kids especially will say. It's a family issue. They'll say, Bobby, thank you. And that's what the girl finally opened up even more about to me, the one I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I thought it was my fault that. And then they go down the list, and ninety percent of the time, it's a family issue. Mom and dad split up. Dad's out of the house. Grandma had to raise me. Why wasn't I loved? Why was I given up for adoption? Why was I sexually, verbally, physically abused by a family member?
0: You know. Why- what, you know what? You know what, Bobby? When I had when I did my TED my TEDx God. talk, I said that I said the number one reason. Why kids kill themselves. And I know the drug companies that sell antidepressants will not agree with me, but that's okay. I said the number one reason is betrayal by a loved one and rejection.
1: Okay. Betrayal
0: is rejection. <laughs> well, don't you? But, yes. but you know what? But ultimately, the child sees it as rejection. The child Absolutely. Sees it as betrayal. The child sees that me, me, something I did. It was me. But really, truly, it was not them. And so when a child goes to school and is being bullied, and we're just gonna go with something easy, and the child starts behaving, Change her behavior his behavior changes to reflect the pain of the bullying. And then you bring the child to me and I put the child on medication. What am I doing? I'm further, further bullying the child, further agonizing the child. Further ostracizing, because I'm saying, oh, it's your fault. You are the one that needs to be on medication. Now, I gave an example, a clear example. A child that was bullied. Before the child was bullied, the child was okay. We're just going to assume that. Bobby was okay. Then Bobby's wife got killed. Then Bobby said, you know what? I'm going to kill myself as a result. Now, is it not easier for us to say, well, Bobby, what happened? Oh, your wife died and died in 10 seconds. I'm so sorry, Bobby. I understand. It is something that happened to you, for you, with you, around you, whatever you, either way, you are the person that it happened to. All of us do not turn around and say, well, Bobby, you are the one that needs fixing. Because that's what happens. You are the one that we need to fix. Never mind that all this catastrophe happened. No, Bobby, you are the one that's broken. But why are you broken? Yesterday you were happy-go-lucky guy. Then you lost all your money, and now you are reacting to what happened to you. But it was a no, forget that. You lost your money. No, you are broken. And so I love your story because it tells us that you rose from the ashes like a phoenix. You're like, you know, this thing happened, but this has happened so that I can become this person. And that's, that's, as you're saying that, that's the good Lord's purpose. And here's the point, every
1: single person, and I'll take it a step further, every person throughout our life, there's all these varying degrees of hurt, pain, brokenness, uh, rejection. I tell people our biggest fear is the fear of rejection, betrayal, and not feeling loved and valued. Yes. So like you said, and here's the reality. So watch this. You hit the nail on the head, which I covered this is what I love how you set this up perfectly because mm-hmm. we're on the same page. So watch this. What is any different, Dr. Lulu, you ready? If, if the man anesthetized his pain, in other words, he was symptomatically trying to deal with it, not getting to the cause and the root, okay? So he abused alcohol, but guess what? If that other kid goes to the doctor and all that other kid does is get on medication for the rest of their life, how are they going after the hurt and the pain?
0: How is it
1: different than
0: alcohol? Exactly. How is it different than using alcohol or using weed or whatever you're using to anesthetize? I love that word. I'm going to, I think the title of this episode is going to be when you anesthetize your pain, because the truth is go and Deal with, dig deep, sit in the reason, sit with it, figure out what it is, dig deeper, keep digging, keep digging, keep digging. What, what, Dr. Lu, to to watch me. this, watch
1: this, you're right on target. So here's my analogy. I'm sitting at a desk, I'm actually visiting family in Virginia mm-hmm. and it was for the holidays. So that's where we're doing this from. I'm sitting at a desk in one of the rooms, but watch this. The desk represents pain and brokenness, you ready? Mm -hmm. Every object on the desk is different things that people do to deal with their pain and their brokenness. So watch this, they abuse drugs, they abuse alcohol, they abuse prescription drugs, they abuse others verbally, they abuse others physically, they abuse others sexually, they have prejudice, they have racism, they bully people, they get caught up in crime and violence, all they're trying to do is, here's the simplicity of my message. Okay. My book, watch this. You matter, it doesn't. Leaving your it behind. So watch this. Here's what they're doing. Their brokenness tells them they don't matter. So you know what they're doing? They're running to all these different objects because for the moment, the object necessitates the pain. So watch this. One of my in-person programs I did not too long ago in Florida, where I live, Dr. Lulu, okay? Was a senior retreat, okay? It was at the end of August, they're kicking off the school year. A senior retreat and they had me do it in person. They they practiced safety, but it was wonderful. There was about a hundred kids there and a few more teachers and others that represented the senior class in this private school. I get done with my program, okay? This exact thing that happened in all the years I've been doing it, this was the most perfect fit to put the icing on the cake in a greater way, okay? I get done for five minutes. Dr. Lulu, one of the teachers come up afterwards and said, Bobby, you have no idea what you have done for these kids mm-hmm. and for me, but I'm going to share quickly my, five, my story in less than five minutes. Mm-hmm. She gets up and here's what she says. I was exactly like you said, I was broken, hurt, wounded, abandoned, rejected. She says, so you know what I did as a freshman in high school to fit in and be loved? I started to abuse tobacco because I wanted to be accepted by that group. Guess what? By the end of my freshman year of high school, it did not work. So you know what I started to do my sophomore year? I started to abuse alcohol. The next level. level. Exactly. That did not work. Whoa, this gets better. That didn't work. She goes, by the time I'm a junior, I started to abuse not only prescription drugs, I abused other drugs because that, the other two things didn't work. And by the time I see my junior year was done, that didn't work. It didn't work for me. So you know what I did finally my senior year? I went to the worst thing of all. I started to sleep around with everybody I could sleep around with and have sex, believing that's going to anesthetize my pain. And Bobby, it didn't anesthetize my pain. By the end of that, if I didn't find, this is her words, if I didn't find faith in God and really get to the root of my issue, I was ready to end it all and be done because all these other things did not work until i finally got my broken heart healed and went back and forgave and one of the greatest things to get it healed is not only forgiving ourselves but more than that forgiving the person who has hurt us broken us and wounded us and watch this see my cup of water unforgiveness this cup of water represents poison i drink the poison Hoping the person who hurt me dies from the poison exactly. I drink. Exactly,
0: I was waiting for you to say that. I was waiting for you to say that. That <laughs> oh, you say that. Yeah, that is exactly what unforgiveness does. You take the poison, hoping that it will kill the next. Person. Hello, hello. But you know what? Before I get to, because you know I'm also an excitable human being. I should probably be been- here's a deal though. Ultimately, ultimately, when you talk about you matter, is about you. Forgiving,
1: yes, absolutely.
0: And the person that hurt you, I love that. So, it behind, putting oh it in the way God,
1: you, get rid of
0: it. You. Yes, I love you so much. So, so it can be, it could it be whatever it is. Uh, yes, exactly. Abuse, divorce, bullying. Anything right all of that, including a pandemic, if if we if we must, you know? Yes. But if you don't, but if you don't forgive yourself, you cannot move forward. And here's the key. You're right, but
1: here's the key. Unforgiveness is not making your situation better. I say to kids all the time, and people in any audience, I say, tell me one family, one marriage, one career one relationship or one life that has ever gotten better because of unforgiveness, nobody can answer. They say, no, we never. So then I say this, so then why would any of us go down the path of unforgiveness knowing there's nothing but destruction? And I say this real simple, I'll say to my audience, no matter what audience, I say, when you drive a car, what happens if you spend all the time driving the car looking in the rear view mirror? You're gonna crash. You're going to hurt yourself and somebody else. You glance in the rearview mirror. And then, my favorite line you probably saw it. You probably saw it, Dr. Lulu, is from the Lion King movie. Rafiki, if you remember, Rafiki was like the leader. Rafiki hits Simba over the head with a stick. Simba says, Ow, that hurt. Rafiki goes, don't worry about it, it's in the past. Well, yeah, it's in the past, it's only seconds ago in the past, but it's still in the past. And Rafiki makes the best statement, Dr. Lulu, here is the key. This is the key to everything you and I are talking about. He says, that's right, the past can hurt, but you either run from the past or you learn from the past. If you run from the past, what I've told people all the time, if you run from the past, your past will run after you, chase after you, till and, it destroys you. Exactly. It's
0: going you know, to it's destroy funny, you. I was, was talking words. about this yesterday in Igbo land, I'm Igbo, and the Igbo's we have a proverb that we say, you can run as fast as, as you can, but you can never outrun your shadow. And so your shadow literally is all of it is your shadow. Wherever you go, your shadow is right there with you. And sometimes... Depending on the angle of the sun, your shadow is in front of you, and yes. so you don't get past the fact that listen, running doesn't work. Then I don't know what I don't know what to tell you. I love that. this is so so powerful what you just said. I love. I'm just like oh, just bathe me in this not so. Ah, well, what I want to say <laughs> with all of that, Doctor Lulu, to all those precious kids.
1: You don't get through all those precious people and adults and whoever's struggling. We don't get through life one day at a time. We get through life one moment at a time. And where I learned this greater than ever is when people told me, take life one day at a time. I look at them. I go, I can't get through the next moment. How am I getting through life one day? But I learned to take it just like my life was changed in 10 seconds. I learned to get through my tragedy. 10 seconds, one moment at a time. And real quickly, the three ways I did it, one, I had a greater faith. The second part of faith is I had to have faith in myself that I had the ability to do this. If other people got through this, why can't I? Let me learn from what they did. They believed in themselves. You know, they knew they could do it. When I do stuff, I'm in Virginia Beach, Dr. Lulu. One of the biggest military groups in Virginia Beach is the Navy SEALs team, and I've done work with them. The Navy SEALs team members, when they ask a Navy SEALs team member, oh, Dr. Lulu, grab a hold of this, I got goosebumps as I'm about to tell you this because I speak this all the time. They ask Navy SEALs team member, because remember this, you may have 200 men and women trying to become Navy SEALs team members, right? Out of the 200, they only pick a couple. Well, they ask the couple all the time, how did you end up making it over these other people? And you know what every one of them have said? They'll Everyone f- say this. Here's what they say. I knew this was tough and difficult, but it wasn't impossible. Mm-hmm. I knew I would never be asked to do something that's impossible to do. I'm asked to do something, but it's tough and I got the ability to do it. So that's what I hung on. The good Lord put in me the ability to overcome this because why could Dr. Lulu get through something, but I can't? No, we both have the ability, but let me learn from Dr. Lulu or let her learn from me. How do we get through it? Faith in myself. And they would always say it's not impossible. So to everybody out there, I'm not saying forgiveness is easy. I'm not saying putting the past behind you is easy, but it's not impossible.
0: I love that. You know, Bobby, I'm glad you said it's not. So you said it's not impossible. And then yesterday, just yesterday, I recommended, um, I forget his name. Oh, my God, the black guy. I forgot. He has a talk that is that is called It's Possible. It's possible than something brown, less brown. Thank you. Less brown. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Less Les brown, brown yeah. from the 80s. He has a yeah. talk that's still as valid today as it was then in the 80s. Of talk. course. It's possible. It's the exact same thing. It's not impossible. Two negatives. Mm-hmm. It is possible if you just believe in yourself. Like literally, everybody says that, I know Whitney Houston even sang a song about it. There could be miracles if you just believe. But you know, forget the miracles. What if it's just because you believe, you can be? What if What if that's it? That's all there that really- is. What makes like, in other words, let's pick on me and you, Dr. Lula, as I
1: shared the analogy before, okay? I always say this to people. When you have a dream or a vision, or you wanna get through an adversity, or even those out there. Hear me carefully, please. If you're battling suicide and suicidal thoughts, find those who battled suicidal thoughts and got through it and some of the things they did to get through it. They're not better than you. You're not better than them. But here's the kicker. Everything, remember these words, you build patterns, habits, and routines with every choice and decision you make, good, bad, right, or wrong. Every one of us are who we are today because of every choice and decision we have made or has been made for us. Well, here's the key. If Dr. Lulu has accomplished certain things that, let's say, I want to accomplish or vice versa, then I'm going to ask you, Dr. Lulu, what did you do to get to that? And what do you know that I don't know? Let's start putting it into place. So I had to believe in myself. I had to have a greater faith. I had to forgive. And here's the kicker because we started the whole program off with this. I relied on who my real family and friends were that stood with me to say, Bobby, you're not alone. I'm going to help you with this. And even the good Lord says, we're here to bear one another's burdens, to help lift one another up, to encourage one another. Once again, I'm not here today because I was able to just do it by myself. I did it with the strength of God and with the forgiveness and the willingness to, knowing I had the ability to overcome this. And here's one of the greatest analogies I use, Dr. Lulu. You don't go to the gym to find a muscle. You go to the gym to develop the muscle. You have. muscle.
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. I have that ability to do the impossible. But also and that's what I want to do. But also check this out. And I love I love because I used to teach kickboxing when I was a younger version of myself. But yes, <laughs> here's, here's a beautiful thing about that. I use that in my coaching session. I love that. You don't go to the gym to To find a muscle, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote you on that, Bobby. Today, but here's the thing: you also don't go to the gym. And I use this. I say you don't get on the treadmill for three hours for the first time today and lose 15 pounds. No, you get to the on the treadmill tomorrow, day after. Yes, you do. You don't go to the gym, and even if you spend six hours on the treadmill, you're not going to lose 15 pounds. But in six weeks, if you do it every day for six weeks or whatever, you will lose the weight. So that's where the self-belief comes because the, the coach is not the one doing it. You have yep. to do it. You have and to here's, do it. And here's the key, but watch this. Let's get back to the moment.
1: Okay. So let's mm-hmm. say I want to lose 15 pounds. You ready? Watch this, Dr. Lulu. If I got on the, say I haven't done the treadmill at all If I got on the treadmill today for one moment for 10 seconds, that's more than nothing at all. 10 seconds is better than nothing. Well, guess what? Let's say today, just watch. Today I do it for 10 seconds. You ready? Well, tomorrow I'm going to add 10 seconds. I do it for 20 seconds. Then the next day, another 10 seconds. Before you know it, after six days, I've been on the treadmill for one minute. And time goes on. Before you know it, after two weeks, I've been on for two minutes. Three weeks, three minutes. Four weeks, four. That's better than nothing. Mm -hmm. I've already improved. Mm -hmm. I've gotten more. That's the key. I tell people when you want to learn to lift it, when I would coach, and a guy, I want to bench press 300 pounds, like Dr. Lulu saying, I don't bench press 300 pounds automatically today. Maybe today I bench press 50 pounds. Maybe next week I bench press 52 pounds, 55 pounds. I keep on progressing every week. By the time I get... You know months down the road i'll do
0: my 300 and then look at what i did look how i progressed exactly and i think bobby i think maybe what i what i was going to add to what you said earlier which was so that was such a good visual about driving a car and focusing on the rear view mirror i think the only time you should focus on the rear view mirror is and i'm sure you're going to complete this to see how far you've come that's Great time absolutely oh my god Dr. Lulu, you are smart but that's the truth that's the onlyest time i had a neighbor i had a landlord who used to say onlyest that's the onlyest time when the rear view mirror serves you is to see how far you've come but you didn't come how far by not moving forward because you put your eyes on the road going forward that's how the miles added up. That's how you-
1: Absolutely. So
0: if you've ever wondered whether you matter, reach deep down and just look at how far you've come.
1: Watch watch this. Watch this. So watch. Since since May, okay, because I had, because of the COVID and the whole thing, I drink a lot of water. Okay. I was in the house a lot. Even though I would exercise during the day, I still ended up putting on like in, in two months, I put
0: on more than 20 pounds. But you know what? Since- wait, wait, let me tell you something. You know what? I've been jokingly saying I've gained my COVID-19. I've gained my 19 pounds. Like literally, I've gained about 20 pounds since the lockdown. And I keep saying that because it's true. So you know what? I don't know what you were going to say, but- we Well, watch this, but let me show you what happened.
1: I live in Florida, so let me show you what happened. All of a sudden, I started having some hard stuff like ASAP. Uh, okay? So here's the key. Um, When I went in, I was the heaviest I've ever been. I was 262 pounds. Since May 2nd, I have lost 44 pounds, one ounce at a time. Mm. So watch this, my mom. So one of the biggest things that contribute to AFib is weight gain, number one. Number two, because I like to drink water. Another thing that contributes to AFib is a lack of potassium and a lack of magnesium and a lack of sodium because so much water can flush it out of your system. So I've done better. But let me put the icing on the cake with this. I'm staying with my mom. My mom's 83 years old, right? She's going to be 84. I'm so proud of what she did. Less than six months ago, she ordered a stationary bike. Mm. When she first got on that stationary bike, she could barely do a minute. Hear me. Every day now for the last two months, two and a half, almost three months, my mother does 30 minutes every morning on the stationary bike. You could see the difference. She lost some weight. She feels better. And it's the mindset we talked about. She goes, I'm watching TV anyway. Why not do 30 or 35 I minutes on I say that. No, I'm, I'm watching,
0: watching watch. TV anyway. I'm watching TV anyway. I'm watching TV anyway. <clears throat>
1: Yeah. So why don't I do it? But, but I'm just sharing with you, as you just said, Dr. Lulu, it's a, a little of something as the expression is, is better than all of nothing. Nothing. So, no. so if I need to drink more water, watch this. If I need to drink more water, let's say somebody's not drinking any water a day. You ready? Well, let's say today I have one sip of water. Tomorrow I have two sips. The next day I have three sips. Before you know it, I'm drinking at least a glass of water, and I'm drinking two glasses, three glasses. It's gradual. Like you said earlier, people get overwhelmed when they see the whole thing. You know, the night, the night that Ava was killed, I laid in my hospital bed with friends from the school I was working at, the kids, some of them showed up, the teachers I worked with, people from the church I was at, and I remember saying this little simple prayer, And the good Lord brings me back to it. I said, dear God, I can't even imagine what I'm about to go through, okay? I can't imagine. I said this prayer. I said, I know I learned in my whole life that I need to be forgiving. There is no way apart from your help, God, can I forgive this man. I need you to show me how to forgive him and help me to forgive him. And I tell people when, once again, Dr. Lulu, when people would say to me, always, they meant well, people mean well, but they would say, Bobby, I know it's tough, but you got to take it one day at a time. And I would always come back. No, that's where I learned the whole one moment at a time message. If I can get through this moment, wait a minute. Oh my goodness. I applied this or that or whatever else in this moment. And I feel a little better. I got a little more joy and I feel better. And I got through the moment because that's better. It's better than one moment than no moment. And then better than two. And I just keep on adding. So to everybody out there. You know what? I I feel led to stress this again. If you're battling that pain that you want to self-harm, if you're battling that pain where you feel there's no way out, I ask you, plug into those who have gotten through those situations, those who have attempted suicide, thought about suicide. Let me share this one other thing and kind of begin to wrap this up with this, Dr. Lulu. Yeah, I was going to
0: ask, yeah, because... No problem time, we, I don't want to forget to ask you how we can, how the guests can find you, how they can follow you. How I'm going to give you all that. You. Gonna, absolutely. So here's the deal.
1: One of my best friends talking about going with your gut feeling. One of my best friends in Oklahoma buys a 300 acre ranch. He had asked me about getting it. Beautiful place. Well, he got it for a great price. This is going back about 15, almost 20 years ago. He gets it. Well, he's on it but he has no money to build a house. There's an old barn that has to be repaired. There's a lot of old stuff that has to be redone. One day he's on my heart. I call him up, Dr. Lulu. I call him up and I say, how are you doing? I said, I wanna make sure you're doing okay. I called him at the moment because he felt he was failing his family and his three daughters. I called him at the moment when he had laying in front of him a rifle ready to end it all. We just did, hear me, Dr. Lulu, we just did a thing called ranch worship with a hundred students from the university that were weeping and crying on his property. And the kids came up weeping and crying. And we talked to them. We even got to pray with them and hang out with them. But we shared that story. And he says, look at me 15 years later with the good Lord. He does weddings. He officiates weddings in that white barn. He does events. It's one of the most beautiful properties in Oklahoma. But at that moment, he felt there was no way out. And I called him at the right time to help him to realize, Jake, will get through this. We'll make it through this, buddy. You're going to overcome this. And here we are. We got to share it with all these other students, and they were blown away as we shared it with them because they were so touched. But that's why he and I have helped each other in life to get through the things we do. And I want to say this to everybody. I'm on all forms of social media. My website is bobbypetroselli.com, um, 10seconds.org. And that's Bobby with a Y or an I b-o-b-b-y at one zero seconds these are some of my books the you matter book 10 seconds will change your life forever um those kids rescued me i want to give back and pour into the lives continuously like i've been doing for all these years i love helping people and once again dr lulu and i are an example of you can get through adversity but we need one another to build up, to encourage, to push forward. And I'm honored, Dr. Lulu, to do this with you. It was phenomenal
0: time. That we oh, could no, share exactly, exactly. Amazing. And then for the holidays, too, because, you know, people are feeling yes. sorry for themselves, which is yes. it's completely understandable. But yes. just, you know, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result is not going to work. So, yeah, you can... You, for two minutes you can sit in your little pain for a second but after that you gotta get up and go you just gotta get up and go and i love what bobby said one one single moment at it. and just focus on the next moment not the next day not the next month not the next week not the next year just the next the year.
1: present so watch these last okay. two statements i want to make dr little ready to everybody out there do not allow or let the pain of the past or the fear of the future to stop you from being present in the present. Mm. This present moment matters. Let me say it again. Don't let the pain of the past or the fear of the future to stop you from being present in the present. This is all we have is this present moment. And hear this. I want to add to what Dr. Lulu had just said. If you keep on doing what you've always done, you will keep on getting what you've always, always gotten. got.
0: That's right.
1: If you, don't, if you don't like what you're getting, you gotta change what you're doing. If you keep on doing what you've always done, you'll keep on getting what you've always gotten. If you don't like what you're getting, you gotta change what you're doing. But I just pray for every one of you, believe the best for all of you. This is more than an honor to team up with Dr. Lulu, knowing that together as a team, You know, um, from different backgrounds, from different genders, from different ethnicities. We're a family. We are a family. We are part of God's creation, the human race, both bringing our talents, our abilities, and our gifting and our overcoming ability through God's grace to those listening. We teamed up together. I love her interjections because it was perfect. And, And let me say this. Please listen to me, those listening. She had no idea some of the next points I was going to make, and I love what she she set it up perfectly. That's why we're so much on the same team because we want to go after the. Remember these words: we want to go after the whys behind the whats. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of focusing on the what. We got to go after the why, as and the she why. knows. It's always the why. That's always. right. She knows as a doctor. She goes, as a doctor, that's why I always go after the cause. There's a reason, mm-hmm. you know, even I'll tell you truthfully to my faith, people out there, when I pray for people's illnesses, I want people well, and I believe they're going to be well, but here's what I say to them. you got to self-examine your life. Hmm. What have you been doing physically to your body that brought you to this point. Because if you keep on doing that, you're not gonna get any better. Even if we believe the good Lord will heal you, you can take all the medication you want. If you don't change it, all it's doing is anesthetizing the pain for the moment.
0: Wow, Bobby, oh my God. I just feel like, and I know, I know, I know my listeners, I just know they will want you to come back. And I don't want to predict when in the future, but I feel in my heart that we need to have actually you know I'm going to talk to you offline about an event that I'm I I, I want to have for doctors. I think you'll be the one person I'd to talk to them. Oh my I'd god. We I'd need to. someone to talk to us and, and oh my god. We're, well we we'll, we we'll, we'll do that. I have 5 minutes on the clock so I I, I got to get my mind right for the next person but Bobby it has been phenomenal having you on the Thank show. Thank you Dr. Lulu. Just, I'm the, honored. Every moment. Remember this, Dr. Lulu, right there. You matter. Matter, That's right. You you matter. You know that you do. And that's the thing. I know I do. Bobby knows he does. But do you know that you do? Do you even allow yourself to think about the fact that you do? Like, is it possible that you do? Like, if you could only just accept that you do, the sky is just the launch pad. Amen. Preach it. Go, girl. I love it. I love it. Sister, Bobby, God bless you. Thank, thank you so you. much. I think I'm gonna actually invite you to virtually come and speak to my kids when everybody's home for the holidays. Cause I just feel like you're gonna be like Uncle Bobby, like <laughs> <laughs> <or> something.
1: <laughs> you know, thank you so much, Bobby. It has hey, been- and let me let me say one last thing, please. You don't know how much I'm I'm I gonna have to get off because I'm gonna lose it. I lost, you ready? I lost my older sister. Six years ago, okay. This is me and you talking for a moment, sister. I lost my older sister six years ago. She didn't die of cancer, she died of chemotherapy, my opinion, because it killed all her cells. But hear me, you know what her nickname was that everybody called her for years? Lulu. No way, yes, we called her Lulu. You have no idea. I got goosebumps when I tell my mother that Dr. Lulu interviewed me. She's going to be blown away because everybody called my, and in December, it's going to be six years she passed, but everybody called her Lulu. My sons called her Aunt Lulu. Everybody called
0: her Lulu. That's All why right, this, Bobby. This I, is I going to Yeah, that it was, it was, I, as a matter of fact, Bobby, it's being recorded. I will send you the link to the video. Knock it out because this is just, so your mother gets to see it right there on the screen. Yes. Yes, not, not that she would doubt it or anything but just thank you so much Bobby I can thank um, you, um, I don't even thought, I don't know if my body has enough time to to just decompress what I just got in the last hour before my next guest but I know it's gonna happen I just You're thank too good you. I'm You're come too back good. and watch this and just and just suffer all the taste and the smells and the feels and just and just have you in my home and and I will I will I, I wish I had thought about it before I should have known. It's okay. We'll, do it. we'll do it. I should have streamed it live on Facebook, but I will go back and share it because it's just it's so it's just so eh. Thank God you. bless you, Dr. Lulu. Have okay. a great day. Thank we'll you. talk soon. Hold up. Let me finish officially. Let me finish formally. Oh, so go ahead. I'm sorry. everyone, thank you so much. Oh my god, Bobby was phenomenal, wasn't he? Like literally, this guy is a champ in my book. So tell someone about this, right? Tell someone about this podcast. Tell someone about this gentleman, this guy, this just energy ball. This just who survived adversity. If you ever know what is adversity, who changed the path from what would have led many people to just go buy a gun and just shoot up a, a mall to oh my god, why did this happen to me? Why not? What happened? Like he said, he chased the why of it. And found out that, well, because we need you to speak to millions of people. And so thank you, Bobby, for gracing our pages today. It has been AO awesome. You know, just thank you so much. I know Um, everyone, this has just been phenomenal. who We want you to come back. I don't know when, but I'll definitely talk to you also. All right, everyone, so long, farewell, and tell someone about Bobby, tell someone about the podcast. And God bless you as you do, okay? Because the life that you might change. Wait, wait for this. The life that you might change might be yours. Yes, okay. Be so, boom! I'll see y'all. I'll see y'all later. This is Dr. Lulu asking y'all to please, please, please take a deep breath and realize that you matter. Peace out. Bye, Bobby. God bless you. Bye! Oh my god! Thank you! Let me stop recording.